Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where we empower spiritual entrepreneurs to create a soulful life and business aligned to who you truly are. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, and I am passionate about helping women find the way back to their authentic selves. We achieve this by writing and sharing your unique story and become a best-selling author. Needless to say, one of my favorite things to do is read and write. I am also fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I freaking love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all different backgrounds and niches of expertise to share with you their most divine and mind-blowing tips and tools to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unchained Your Strength Podcast for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. Today, I have a very, very special guest, one of our co-authors of a future book, and her name is Talia Pardo. Hi, Talia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very excited to have you here. Lovis, before we get into the, uh, the interview, Talia is a trans formational <laughs> sorry transformational coach and freelance editor so Talia has combined two of her passions uh they're very different and that's why I'm it's like we're going to talk about this a little bit more into details and how to, and this combined with life purpose and how she founded but Talia tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you so that you know they encompass really big world a transformational coach sometimes they say mentor um i really like to help people ways to change their lives to heal their wounds to change old patterns and to make positive changes in their life through you know inner child work through reflection through spiritual awakening but also i like to use hands-on tools that people can apply every day to make those small changes because it's the sometimes those small changes that you can build on that help you towards the big goals Absolutely. So that's the coaching side. And the editing side is I'm a freelance editor. I love to edit fiction. My strengths are in editing fiction on the um, bigger picture. So yes, I'm a copy editor. I can tell you where to put your, you know, your periods and your commas, but I really love to help authors with their story development. And so to help really bring, make the story cohesive, make the voice clear, make it resonant, make the, make it into a book that the reader is just going to dive right into and get lost in. Um, so, and I, you know, I can tell you how I see that they merge actually, because I, I first started with editing and then, coaching started to, you know, continue to bring up in my head. And I was like, well, but I already started on editing. How can I do something else also? And I started to realize, you know, like they kind of overlap a little bit, right? Because I look at it as, in, as stories in general. People have their stories, right? Of their lives, mm-hmm. of their soul, of what makes them who they are, what they've been through. And so coaching helps a person really understand that story and clarify it or heal it or change the direction of it, you know? And editing is you help the author form the story. And, and a writers often, you know, they write from their soul, they're compelled to tell a story. And so it's to help them make it something that's, um, really readily is received by an audience, you know, that will be successful, that'll excite people. Work as an editor, I find I'm kind of mentoring 
the author, right? We talk about what made mm-hmm. you write it this way. Would you think about writing it? You know, it becomes almost an emotional thing. So, so there's mentoring involved on both sides and it combines my love of, of people and of, of awakenings and healing and, and books. Cause I spent 25 years as a librarian. So that's where the book side came, comes from. You know, I've kind of done a lot of areas of the book world at this point. I started as an avid reader as a child and I never put my books down. Love it. And then I became a, a children's librarian for 20 years and, uh, and now an editor and also an, an author now, which is wonderful. It's, it's, I feel like a very organic ne- next step my God. on my journey. Talia, and yeah. this all happened in the last two years. Right. Oh, the last two years, it really has <laughs> been in the last two years. It, it was, you know, I, um, I, I was very, I loved being a librarian. I loved my job. I was a single mom for now it's, we're almost at 12 years. Yeah. So like 10 years um, that I was a single mom with two young kids is really burning the candle at both ends. I was exhausted and I had spent a few years being single too. And I was kind of coming to the end of my rope about two years ago. I just was so overwhelmed. I was dealing with my, my ex wasn't easy to deal with. The kids were kind of all of this. I was losing it. You know, I was losing my, my strength really, you know, I was crumbling. And the more your kids see you not be able to handle things, the more they kind of, they lose it too, right? Because mom is the anchor, mom is the rock, you know? So, so the more that they became out of control, the more I was struggling to deal with it. Um, And it felt like the universe just gave me one big, big full stop. You know, I just, um, at the, the same time I met my, my boyfriend who I, I really feel is my soulmate. And he, forced me to face a lot of things about my life and how I was managing with the kids and, and what I wanted in my life. And, you know, he was the one who said, like, don't you have any dreams? And I was like, I, I don't know what you mean. What, what's a dream? Like, wow. I, I'm a librarian. This is what I do. I go to work. I take care of my kids. Like I try to get to the next day. That was, that was where my mindset was. It was a very dark place. And um, Can I just the way things, un- just yeah. How, how beautiful is to meet a person when you're at your lowest? And be able to build something because you know there's a lot we've been told a lot it's like oh until you don't love yourself until you don't do this for yourself you won't be able to attract a person who's at your same level and here you are a person who's actually pushed you to find yourself oh he he i couldn't believe it myself right i mean when i first the first date i said like keep going um and I really wasn't looking for anything at the time anyways you know like it's always when you're not looking I had I had spent all these years manifesting and trying to write lists of everything I want and I was getting so discouraged and you know I think I think God in the universe give us what we need at the right time you know and so yeah he has really been he acts like a mirror you know, he really mirrors me, my behavior. Um, he really makes me look really deep inside myself. And it's, it's not easy. It's very, very <laughs> difficult to be forced to be faced with things about yourself that maybe, yeah. you know, you don't want to realize or you don't want to think you're not handling well. Um, but it's, it's been the biggest gift for me, you know, to he he's really been quite a catalyst for me in my in my growth. And he 
holds the space for me to do it. Right. He just continues to be there as supportive and watch. And, you know, he's just, he said, he's like, I saw it all in there. We just had to kind of polish you out and, you know, get you to come out, you know, (laughs) and find yourself and, and kind of anything I've come up with, he's been on board with. I don't know that he thought I'd be here, you know, but you know, in terms of trying to build my own business and all of that, but um, he really has helped the best in me come out, you know, and I, I've done a lot of hard work for that too. I'll take, yeah. I'll take some credit for it, you know, <laughs> of course. but yeah, you know, I, I met him and then within two months, like I, I left my job, um, quite abruptly and I was kind of, I was on very, very low energy. I was fully exhausted. Um, I broke my foot, which really, um, it immobilized me for about three months cause I had surgery it made me face a lot of things of what I thought identified me or made mm-hmm. me who I was and made me question it. Like, well, I'm the, I'm the super mom that I can do everything. I can go to work. I can volunteer on committees. I can take care of my kids and I can run, 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 run. And yet all of a sudden the universe was like, no, sorry, you're going to be in bed for about three months. You're not going to be able to walk more than across the room, you know? Um, so it was very hard to accept that I had to be dependent on people. I had to let go of certain things it's I wanted hard, to do. It? <laughs> it's hard it's when you've been so independent all your life. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard to ask. Can you please do this for me? Mm-hmm. Can you, can, you know, can you help me with this? Can I, I can't like go out and walk, you know, I'm a walker. So to just not be able to go out and get a walk in yeah. um, was really hard for me. Oh. So, you know, there was a lot of sitting with myself it was, it was brutal. Like it wasn't an, it wasn't like an airy fairy journey. It was, it was hard. There were many days where I got discouraged. I hated myself. I just, I wanted to give up. I just, I didn't know what to do with myself anymore. I felt lost, you know, and I was saying like, I've been a librarian for 25 years. What am I supposed to do with myself now? You know, Did you what get that skills do I even have? Did you get that question from other people yeah. as well, Talia, when you quit your job? Yeah. It's like, Oh my God, what are you going to do now? And you're like, I have no yeah. fucking clue, but I'm have to figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> it's a exactly. From but- the outside as well. Like you're already in your head. You're already probably like panicking and you know, having like this moment yeah. in your head. And then people on top of that, they're like contributing to that madness that is going in your head. What did you answer yeah. to them when they said that? I just said, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to find myself. Like I, I got to figure it out. And I'm, I'm fortunate that I have the time to figure it out, you know, and I'm taking this time to try and find my way. Mm-hmm. And the universe brought me, you know, people across my path to kind of point me in different directions. So from my librarian days, I had met authors and editors. So I was, I, you know, I did some kind of exploratory phone calls with the editors of like, well, what if I look into freelance editing and what's that like? And what would I have to do? But at the time I thought like, oh, well, it's going to take me two years to do a degree and I'm going to have to, you know, establish myself and how am I going to do this? And I don't have time to do this. I need something that's going to happen now. And so I kind of let it go for a while. And I realized in hindsight that that urgency, that was the obstacle, right? You have to just take it on, like follow what interests you and let it unfold, you know? So yes, I, I continue to take courses to increase my skills, but at the same time, I'm working with authors, you know, and I'm working with a literary agency and I'm working with a magazine. And so while I'm also getting feedback of, oh, wow, you have this incredible talent to pick out what the author is saying and, you know, to really hone in on what needs to be, needs to be said, 
I'm also increasing my own skills. So it's like a give and take of I'm being able to serve, you know, and to do my work well, and people are happy with me. And at the same time, I'm continuing to, I I believe we can always Mm -hmm. continue to improve. Absolutely. So the editing started and then, you know, I I also felt like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do with this. There was so much self-doubt. I even tried like a catering company for a few months. And then I realized, (laughs) like that no. was not that was that was a lot of hard work and and you know what it's it was tough, starting to yeah. kill my love of cooking it it's tough so I love yep. to cook and that's why people said open a restaurant open a bakery yeah. you can do this and so I started doing same. it for my house and I had great customers you know I really I got yeah. off the you know I got off the ground nicely but it's just started to kill it just started to kill yeah. my love so um, it was around that time too that I started you know started to tweak to coaching um, it's funny that somebody I know from a long time ago announced that he had become a life coach. And I was like, wow, that's kind of where my, my mind started to kind of direct myself, you know, tell me more about this. So I, I just decided that, you know what, I think I have a lot to offer. I've learned a lot on my journey. I have a lot of wisdom when my friends talk to me or people, I end up having these bump in conversations with people on the street mm-hmm. and they end up just <laughs> spilling their life to me. Yeah. And then they walk away going, I'm so happy I spoke to you. And I realize, you know what, I do have a lot to offer. So I'm launching myself also, launched myself also as a coach, you know, and I've really been working on what my message is and, and what has worked for me. Um, and, and, you know, what I've learned over the years. And I think that, you know, everybody needs support in some way. And if people mm-hmm. would like, would um, resonate with me, then I'm super happy. I'm really happy to work with them. And, you know, when it comes to soul purpose, you know, at first when I, when I tried that coat, the, uh, the catering company, I mean, I tried, you know, like I, I thought that would be something yeah. that would be great because it's really it's something that I love to do. And I realized like, okay, it's, not and I was I allowed myself to accept like okay this is one direction that didn't pan out but there's so much more that I can do and it yeah. really made me um like it made you, me be really honest with myself you, you know of like yeah. here are all your skills this is what you can offer don't be shy mm-hmm. you know so but you gave it a shot so yeah as well, and, and I that's like a lot of people be petrified. Yeah. They're like oh I can't and they start thinking about all the things that could go wrong instead of the things that could go right. And at least you went and tried it. You're like, okay, this is not for me. This is a lot of hard work. <laughs> I'm trying something different. Yeah. But you know, it's something yeah. that you can tick off the box and be like, yeah, you know, that's done. It's dusted. Yeah. I still have a neighbor who she'll still all I'll cook for her, you know, like yeah. she's three doors down. So I'm like, it's okay. No, no problem. Once or twice a month, I'll make you, you know, I'll cook <laughs> for you with, with my pleasure, you know? Yeah. So, so it's, it's really just, you know, you have to try. That's been an energy shift for me this year that I learned that if I don't take those action steps and I just spend so much time thinking of, well, like in the beginning with the editing of, Oh, I'm not going to get it off the ground in time. And I'm so far behind. And how can I start this now? then nothing happens, you know, but once you decide that you're going to do it and you just take steps to do it, even if you're scared, like even, even when you asked me to do this podcast, I was like, Ooh, that's my first podcast. I, you know, <laughs> I, love it. I was like, no, I'm going to do this because I'm, I'm, I'm confident in what I can do. And I, and I'm not doing it because I'm, I'm doubting myself. I'm doing it because I think that there's something there. So I think that other people will see that too. And yeah. There is it absolutely is, Talia. I think everybody has a gift, but it, it's that. It's like we're so afraid sometimes of taking action. And I always say it was like yeah. messy action is better than none. 
because it's the only way you learn. Absolutely. You know, you can, you're going Absolutely. to fuck up so many times. I still do nowadays. No. I'm like, I send the email and then I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot. That's not the date. And I'm like, and I still do those things and having a business. And I'm like, and then I send something, apologize. And I'm like, yeah, mess up. Like we're human, you know, and we just keep moving we're, on. We're all human. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, we look at other people thinking that everybody else is the expert, you know, but everybody's, everybody started from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody has made mistakes. Um, yeah. People are understanding, you know, nothing ever works out perfectly. Nobody's perfect. So unless you just do, and you just do and keep putting it out there. And the more you do, it puts that energy into the universe. The mm-hmm. universe hears you. Absolutely. Right. So like, I believe that manifesting is, is like, it is your visualizations, it is the energy you pour into it and say, like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be a successful coach, or I'm going to be a millionaire or whatever, you know, whatever you're trying to manifest for yourself, or I'm going to meet my soulmate, you know, I spent two years writing those lists, you know, (laughs) but it's also the actions that we take in our lives, right? Like the universe wants to see us putting some skin in the game too, right? It's not just going to drop things on our head out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, so I think it's, it's a mutual, it's a mutually energetic relationship with the universe to get us where we want to go. Yeah, so I think the universe senses that. And it's also like, they, it has a very interesting way of showing us again, when we didn't learn a lesson. He's <laughs> like, here we go again. You have to go through this again. You're like, what I already did. Yeah, but you haven't learned. So we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I went through, I went through a sick leave of like a a physical collapse with my job. Then I had the broken foot. So I had surgery. Then I had shingles four months later. Oh my God. Then I had another surgery to take all the metal that they put in my foot out. So like every three, four months I had something else. And I really, it was because I kept pushing and I kept pushing and my boyfriend kept saying, you just don't, you don't like rest, right? You, you realize that you're supposed to be just resting, saving your energy, healing. And I was like, no, but I got to go up and do this. And even if I wasn't doing it, I was stressed and upset (laughs) that I couldn't be doing it. And the universe was like, you didn't, you didn't get it. Rest, but rest peacefully, you know, do it without the guilt and the stress. Tell you, and this you know, is so yeah, funny so it, because I twisted my ankle two weeks ago on the last on the last Friday of October. And I was telling you before, it was like October was like an absolutely emotionally insane month for me. Like really like, yes, it wasn't really a roller coaster. It was more going like down, 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 down the hill. And I was like, when is it going oh. to pick up? I'm like, I'm going insane. So the last day, the last Friday of the month, I twisted my ankle. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And this happens to me every, the last time it happened, it was in March this year. Oh. And they, I'm talking about like, it, it didn't happen for years. And then in less than a year, it happened three times. And I'm like, oh. yeah, what the fuck, you know? And a friend of mine was like, oh, I looked it up. And there's like, that's the fear of moving forward. And I was like, no, it's not. I was like, that's, I don't have that fear. I was like, that can't be me. <laughs> I'm like, you know, but I thought I was like, what is it? And I was like, and then I looked it up in somewhere else. And it was like, oh, that is because you're doing something you don't like. And that's how oh. your body manifested. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that makes more sense when it comes to me. And I was like, oh, so, you know, it, it is a way of your body showing you, but at the same time as you, like I have that part. And I was like, I want to go for a cycle. I want to go do this. And I want to go do that. And I was like, I have to rest. And I'm like, oh, that's driving me insane. <laughs> that kind of thing. And 
but we yeah. have to learn we have to learn as you say trusting the universe like taking a time to slow yeah. down like things don't yes. happen overnight and that is something that i think a lot of us we get lost at on social media with that and it's like people always like tend to focus on somebody else's success and not seeing everything that's been doing been, been happening behind um because it's a lot of work that's- yeah, it, it is. Nobody realizes all the work that someone has put in. All they see is the the spontaneous success. I think it just happens overnight, you know. And I think sometimes, like people who are like us, who are used to being busy and you're used to being able mm-hmm. to do a lot, it's hard to sit still because it means you have to sit with yourself, right? Yeah. Like you, you have to sit with yourself and your thoughts and your feelings and feel it because there's nowhere to go, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and that's hard. That's really yeah. hard, but that's, those are the moments that I've had like the most biggest breakthroughs, right? Is when I'm by myself, mm. quietly you, moving. You're or, Virgo or as resting. well, right? Talia, you're Virgo as well. So that, yes. that also yeah. increases. I didn't, I, I never paid attention to it until I met other Virgos and I was, I was like, oh my God, we're all the same. Like we keep like, like we're trying to be so <laughs> perfectionist that we drive ourselves insane. Oh. It's like, we're so demanding yes. of ourselves. And then we're demanding on other people because we're so demanding on ourselves. And I was like, how, how do we slow down when it comes to this? It's like, we have to learn a different way of doing things. It's like the Costanza thing sometimes, right? Did you ever watch Seinfeld with George Costanza? Yes. He was like, right. And, and he was like, I have to do everything I wouldn't do. And that's how he succeeded, right? Sometimes you have to go against the drive inside and do what's so hard for yourself to do because that's where the growth is, right? Like that's what I've also started to learn when I'm having an issue with somebody or a thought is bothering me or an issue is bothering me and it, and it doesn't go away. Like it just keeps recurring. And I realized like there's something I need to learn here. You know, there's something out of it that I can take from it and learn for myself to grow, even if it's because somebody else is being shit, you know what I mean? Like who's being, (laughs) who's, who's behaving badly, you know? And like, but there's still something to learn about yourself from it, you know? And that's, that takes time. It takes time and quiet and reflection and but you said it's facing it because that is facing the silence, facing your thoughts. And I'm not talking like those thoughts that when you go into a dark zone, but those thoughts that where you actually having reflections and you're like, okay, what is it here? What we have to see, you know, uh, like for me, this whole thing about the foot, it was like the fact that for a whole, I'd say for about six months, I've been fighting with the feeling that I wanted to leave Facebook. And it was just like the Mm. values, my values weren't matching anymore to, what the platform was offering me. And I was like, why keep trying to insist on going there if I don't feel it? Like every, I was getting very narky. Talia, I was getting very yeah. narky. I was getting very upset. And I was like, and then my energy, I could see my energy shifting. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm becoming a bitch. And I'm like, everything was just so, I was becoming very sarcastic. And I was like, this has to stop. But then it was like the other side, I was like, well, this is a very good platform for my business. But then I was like, yeah, but I am not a very good, <laughs> I'm not a, good, a very good person for this platform because the energy was like all over the place. So when the foot, when I twisted my ankle, when I sprained my ankle, I was like, okay, yeah, well, this, I, this is, this, the decision has to be made and that's that I have to stick to it. You know, and, good for you. and starting something new. I mean, there's like, there, and I'm not talking about a platform, I'm talking things in general, you know, like sometimes you fight so much yeah. leaving something, 
because it's giving you something good, but then it's not making you feel good. You know, like, let's say, for instance, people yeah. who, like if you have a job and you have a job and you hate it so much, but you know, you got to pay the bills, you have to pay rent, you know, you have to all that stuff because that's what the job, that's why you go into that job so you can pay your bills. But then every time you go in, you feel like, you know, oh my God, I have to be here. Like I hate it. And then you start taking it out on people and your coworkers. Or if you're dealing with clients, you start taking it out on clients, you know? And there's a part of you that's like, I have to leave and I don't know how. And I feel trapped. And for some people start yeah. manifesting in their body. You start getting ill, right? That, oh, look, I mean, I was I loved the place, the library I last worked at. It was the library I grew up in. It was like my heart. Right. And I loved what I was doing. The problem was I was swamped, I was swamped with so much work. It became so stressful to be there to try and keep up. The stress levels were like through the roof, but it was like, but how do I leave this? Right. Mm -hmm. This is like my, my history and my heritage. And I've spent all my life here and everybody knows me and it's the community and all of those things. But it's like, it feels good to feel bad, right? Like the feeling bad, you can't separate it from the ideal yeah. that you have, right? Or your, your purposes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a big thing to be able to release something that's not serving you well, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, the, 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 the imagery I like to use, right? The name that I gave my business, which is Phoenix Rising, is because for many years, it, that's kind of where the first nuggets of my healing started was there was some kind of post about like, when you're going through something so difficult, it almost feels like you're sitting in this fire, right? You're sitting in the flames mm -hmm. of the pain and you're, you, the way to get through it is sometimes you just have to sit in it. You have to sit in it and let it burn you and let it like burn away everything that doesn't serve you and burn away what's, what's, what's causing the pain so that you can be remolded, right? You can be reformed and you can see your way through and see you get through new breakthroughs or new understandings about yourself. And then you can rise from the ashes like the Phoenix, right? Like mm -hmm. that imagery stayed with me for many years. There'd be times I'd be going through something really difficult with my, and I'd text a friend and I would just be like, I'm in a freaking bonfire. I'm <laughs> in the flames of it right now. It's so painful. I'm, I'm struggling so hard. I don't know how to get through it, but sometimes you just have to sit in it, right? You have to feel it because the light does come eventually, right? The flames kind of dissipate eventually because your mind and your soul work on those solutions mm -hmm. for you, but, but it come, you can't just like, you can't just jump out of it. You can't like jump no. in and jump out quickly yeah. because there's no learning or growth there. You, know, I think you it's sit in the fire and then you rise afterwards. <laughs> I think we, we know so much that, I mean, pain is our comfort zone in some ways or another one. Like yeah. when we've gone through so much pain and we start feeling pain, we feel like there's something wrong as well. And it's like, okay, something is something is off so we kind of we yeah. kind of feed out of that until we learn that okay it's good to let it go and it's like okay this is where I got from that and that's good and I deserve better as well because I think a yeah. lot of us don't think we do but it's not because we yeah. think bad about ourselves it's because we weren't taught that we deserve most of the time I think we use the word we need right so yes, yes. we need food we need like shoes we need a house we need a job but the wants never come into play because that is something that we desire. So desire is not something, it's a luxury. 
instead right. of something. It's like a dream. Who has a dream? What's exactly. a dream? Exactly. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of takes it yeah. takes. So, so a lot of people are afraid to say when they're like, I really like, you know, I really want this. And it's like, if they say it out loud, it's like, you know, they're scared that somebody's going to judge them because like, whether, whatever it is, like, oh, I want to become a million. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, and it's like, you don't need all that money. And it's like, it's not because I need all that money. It's because I would love to become a millionaire. And it's like. That's right. And, that's and change my life and live yes. differently. You know, and be able to have the choices available to me. You know, it's it's um, it's also understanding that. Um, oh, I just lost what I was going to say about that. That uh, the, oh, it's the wiring of your brain, right? When you said it felt like the pain, we all feel pain, but some of us have have our brains have wired to feel that that is where it's comfortable. That's what mm-hmm. we know. Right. And, and so we create situations or we stay in situations that continue to trigger that pain because the ego is always protecting us and the ego is always keeping us within the familiar. And if the familiar is painful, even if it's hurt, even if it's doing us damage, our brains will try to keep us there because that's what we know. It's like, right. The devil, you know, right. is better than the devil. You don't. And, and that's why sometimes those of us who have gone through a lot of trauma, have a really hard time in, in healthy relationships or even knowing how to have a healthy relationship or changing their lives for better because that's what feels weird because that feels strange. What do you mean? Like I haven't had to fight with you or, you know, put up my walls yeah. for the last six months, you know, like, <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm guilty of picking many fights. God bless him. My boyfriend, because I've picked many fights just out of the need, the subconscious need to keep a love, certain level of chaos, because mm-hmm. that's what I, I've yeah, known like- for so long. It's much better now, right? Like, because I've done the work to be aware, aware and mindful now. of yeah. why am I doing this? This is not going to serve me. <laughs> You know, but people, we stay, that's why people continue to complain. That's why they stay in jobs they can't stand, you know, or, or in marriages that are just so, you know, either abusive or, or just unhappy because it feels good to feel bad. The yeah, ego yeah, is yeah. dominant and the ego keeps us where it knows it, what it knows. That's you know? so true. It was so interesting. I had, um, I don't have the best relationship with my mother, right? And for years, I've been trying to like, you know, do my best and I do a lot of inner work. I do a lot of like, you know, holistic work and everything. And the other day I was talking to a friend of mine, which I know since I was 14. So we know each other for 30 years. And I was like, I went to her house and I'm like bitching and I'm like, ah, tell her this whole story about what my mom had done. And I was like, and she was like, (laughs) she started laughing and I was like, what are you laughing about? This is very serious. She was like, do you know this has been 30 years and you're still telling me the same kind of stories? And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Now I have to be responsible, right? I have to be the one that's like, okay, this doesn't have to affect me anymore because it's yeah. the same thing over and over again. And I think a lot of people get, we get stuck, whatever it is, you know, like we get stuck on that one story and we keep yeah. going on that same circle, trying to change something that is that it can't change. Like it's only us that we can see it. We can't change it. We can't right change. and no. it feels unfair right like the the inner child in us is like it's not fair why do i have to change my reaction can't they stop being how they are yep. <laughs> right but it doesn't work you know it doesn't, doesn't work i feel that you know i've had to 
shift my own, the way I receive, you know, the way I kind of handle those conversations each with my parents or different people in my life and kind of breathe through it. And okay, I'm frustrated about this, but nothing I can do about it. You know, yeah, they are who they are. Right. And people are going to change because they want to change. Not, not according to how much we yell at them. Absolutely. <laughs> you will cry or whatever we do and i'm like although i wish you would you know many times (laughs) but it's it's interesting how you mentioned it's funny actually because you were like your inner child and it is it's like you kind of like i I can see my face going like the little kid inside me going the same way like oh you know like try to like punch the air or something like listen to me (laughs) but yeah but see you said something really really meaningful right there because it's it comes down to it's about you're not feeling heard right you're not even feeling that right and that's what's underlying right and so many of us it's it's that's what's underlying our frustration and our anger it's not about the the situation itself it's we just want to be heard we just want to know the person here is us you know so that that's there's so much to delve into you know it, it can go so deep with with these situations and these relationships yes well like it's it's i think it boils down to like everybody has their own traumas as well you know so it's like a trigger in different things with everybody like the other day i was telling i was i was talking to a friend business owner as well and i was like you know what I feel sometimes I was like, I feel sometimes some entrepreneurs, they talk to me like my ex-boyfriend who's a sociopath, you know, and I was like that gaslighting. And she was like, Oh yeah. She was like, I can see that. And I was like, yeah, there's certainly like words. Cause it triggers me, you know, when people are trying to convince me about something and then they try to flip it around and it's like, Oh yeah. Well, obviously you don't want to grow or you don't want your business to be like successful and things like That's that. Helpful. And I'm like, what like this is the same conversations I used to have with my ex when we used to argue about things and I was like why would you why would you I was like now I'm definitely blocking you I will never speak to you again (laughs) this is it but thankfully you know some of us who have done the work they wouldn't let that come in like they wouldn't let that destroy destroy I mean occupy our mindset as in somebody else who's probably like I was when I was with my ex that I will take everything in I'm like yeah yeah you're right whatever you know uh so it yeah it, 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 it is a tricky thing there but this is a different completely different part because it will go in that way <laughs> we're doing a lot of live IGTVs it's right that it's thing. how do you <laughs> yeah yeah but you know it's like I just did a post about that recently about how to deal with those triggers. Those triggers are always going to be there, right? Like after we've had those traumas, very often the triggers always stay. It's just a matter of how, how much, how much are they going to impact you? Are they going to knock you down and throw you across the room with the, with the emotional impact of the trigger? Or are you going to be like, yeah, that's triggering me, but I'm going to overcome it. Right. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to block you. I'm not going to deal with you. You know what I mean? That's a red flag. That's how I know that's a direction Mm -hmm. I don't want to go in and breathe and move through it. Right. Like that's, that's the work that we do that brings us, brings us there. But that's definitely, but I mean, like, you know, when you first start your business some people's like, maybe this like a couple of years ago and I was like, Oh, everybody wants to be nice. And it's like, you, you still don't know how to create those boundaries. You know, some people tells you yeah. that and you're just getting started. So you're like, Oh, maybe they're right. And then it's like, no, and I, remember, I remember when I first started it was that like, people will tell me that and I would look at them and it's like, no. So it was that subconsciously. I knew there was something triggering there that it wasn't, it wasn't right. 
but I wasn't sure what it was till I discovered it like recently. And I was like, oh, here you go. That's why the universe put a sociopath before my in my way before I started my It was business. a teaching moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was like page 91 on the textbook. <laughs> See, this is the lesson. <laughs> It's just like so spot on. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, I'm like, we went to like very different conversations and I, I love talking to you. Every time I talk to you, I get like this like ah energy from yeah. you. I love it. But yeah, we had a specific topic, ladies, but I know we spoke yes. a little bit about everything. And I'm loving it. But also let's go back to that topic as well, because I just want to talk about it like, like briefly or as as long as we still have left for the podcast, but love you, about finding life, your purpose, because I said it to you, I wanted to talk about it because sometimes I see that, and I'm going to talk this about personal experience, right? Like sometimes you feel like you found something that you really absolutely love. And then you go and you do all, you take all the actions, you put all the work, you even, you know, get to the point that you hustle and nothing is working, Right. And then you find yourself thinking like, is this, you know, you have that, what, what do you call it? That conversation with yourself was like, is this really for me? Or is it, is it not? Is it like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Or it's probably something else that you should be doing. Thinking that this is the life purpose that you found and maybe something else. Right. So I think while it's important to know, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing to discover your life purpose and to feel that gut feeling and your your intuition of like this is what I'm meant to do with my life sometimes we also put so much weight on that label that it makes it hard for us to ha- to be able to shift and say mm, maybe this isn't working out for me and accept that but what I will say is that sometimes you know you can do all of that and invest in and hustle and all of that And if it's not going somewhere, maybe that's uh, an indicator to to look at what you're doing and see the ways to shift how you're doing it, right? So um, I don't know, maybe if you're focusing all your your advertising on Mm -hmm. Facebook, right, and it's not picking up and you're not going anywhere, then think about other ways that you can get your word out. If you have like a product, try going door to door, you know, or offering free samples. I mean... And it's maybe not great examples, but my, what I'm trying to say is just that sometimes think outside the box and see if there's something that you can shift around how you're doing what you're doing, because sometimes you're in the right space, but you just need um, an energetic adjustment to help bring, you know, bring your clientele to you. On the other hand, if you're getting that niggling worry in your head or that voice in your head that's saying, this isn't for you. This isn't working. This is like when I did the the cooking, right? And I was like, yeah. I was all gung ho. I mean, I went and bought all the materials and all the yeah. packaging and all of that. I made my whole menu and I went and I was all in for like two months. And then, and I had the clients, you know, and it was rolling and the little voice inside me was like, yeah, no, no, this isn't happening. Even though t- it was a big turnaround from how I felt about it two months earlier, I had to kind of I had to allow myself to let it go. I had to allow myself to say like, okay, this was a learning experience. You know, everything is, is a stepping stone on the journey and it's okay because now I know that 
this isn't the right way. Like this isn't the right thing for me, much as I thought it might be. But the negative effects of losing my passion for cooking for my family, you know, um, the amount of physical labor versus the profits, not not worthwhile <laughs> for me the way I was doing it. You know, um, it, it's it kind of it made me see like, okay, it's okay to try and shift into something else. You know, sometimes our pride gets in the way too of yeah. like, well, but you thought it was your sole purpose and you thought this was going to, you're going to do. And you, you know, told everybody that this is what you're doing. And, and then our pride gets in the way. and doesn't want to let us see that either it's, it's not the right thing for us for the reasons that are coming up. Like I believe your inner voice and when it's really your intuition, you know, it's not your anxieties, it's your gut feeling it's speaking to you. It always tells you the truth. So when, when those things come up, those feelings don't tend to go away, you know? So it's, it's important to listen to them. But if you, if, if it's not a matter of like, this isn't for me, but just a worry of like, this isn't working for me and I don't know why, and it's not going anywhere. And maybe I should think of something else, but then maybe if it's something you still really believe in, it's, it's worthwhile either, you know, talking to other people who are in similar mm. industries and seeing how they've done it, getting other advice, getting other ideas. Sometimes it's about like taking a course in, you know, a branding or marketing, you know, certain things that might enhance your business that you aren't doing yet or that you're not familiar with. So it, it really is a, another, like it's an inner work. It's a being honest with yourself and letting the answers come, right? Sometimes I just like, you can ask yourself things and the answers don't come immediately. Sometimes it's just a matter of you put the questions out to the universe and like, go do something else, go wash the dishes, go for a walk, you know, go see a friend. Um, and the answers come because your mind is still working on it, you know, mm -hmm. but, but it takes time for those answers to formulate, you know, so it's patience also. I like Sometimes. that. Yeah. Put that question out, but like it is the universe has like a way or another one to show us the way though, but it's it getting really rid does. of like the clutter in front of our face. Um, the reason I ask, like I had, I had a guest a few months ago and it was that she started, I think she was, I can't remember what kind of coach she was now, but at the top of my head, I can't remember, but she was doing, she did it for about three years. Meanwhile, everybody thought that she was really, really successful and she was struggling. Like she, she had gotten so far in three years, like she, she was three years in that she was so embarrassed to say that she wasn't doing good. You know, that oh, she was wow. like, I, I don't, yeah. until she finally broke down and she was like, I have to, like, there's no way I can't keep doing something that is not really, I feel like deep inside, it's not working for me because it's not my calling. It might have been yeah. when I first started, but not now. And now I have to face this, you know, and saying like, okay, this is not what I wanted to do. I'm going to change. And it's fine. I think a lot of people have like, it's yeah. the fear of that. And it's like, a lot of coaches have been like, started with something. I know like really like, successful coaches have started like business coaching and now they're doing relationship coaching or dating coaching and completely different because something else something shifts when you're working right well but I mean like as people we change if you're mm -hmm. like an, a self-aware we change too yeah. right so something that worked for you three years ago if you've changed over those years it's not working for you now like sometimes that's And that's, that's fine. because you want to stay doing something that's aligned to you. And like I said, like, sometimes it's the pride, like you said, the fear also fear of admitting fear of acknowledging fear of telling people came doing something different. You know, we let all those feelings get in the way, but that's, 
that's minimizing ourselves. That's, that's quietening our, our own voice, right? Because Mm -hmm. we need to live our truth. We need to, to be authentic to ourselves. And if she hadn't had the courage to say like, okay, this is what I got to change what I'm doing. I'm, I would have a feeling that within a few years after that, her business would start to fall apart anyways, because she wouldn't be enjoying it. She wouldn't be, you know, authentically being, you know, doing her job. And, and people pick up on that, like the world of energetics, it's real, you know, Mm -hmm. it people resonate or they don't. And if they feel that you're not into it, they won't, they'll turn away. They won't come to you. Yeah. So, well, like what you said there, I like that. Okay. People, you do change throughout the trajectory though. And that's, that's the beauty of it. Like you're not the same person as you were before. As a matter of fact, those like there's mm-hmm. coaches that I used to follow three years ago that I stopped following because I didn't see they were growing. Like I'm like, you're still doing the same thing you were doing five years ago. I'm like, mm, it's kind of you no, know? and not even like in their in the way they speak or in the way they interact with people. It's like you still interact in the same way you did five years ago. I'm like, no, there there has to be a growth in within within like some, you're always growing. Otherwise, it's just. It's just like being in the same yeah, like I mean, boring and, and, job that you were and you hated it. <laughs> well, and then it gets old, right? But I mean, or or we change, right? Like there were my two mentors who 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 I worked with intensively through part of my post-divorce years, you know, like the last, I would say last six years, I worked with them intensively. And now we just have very minimal check-in communications because I've changed and grown to the point that mm-hmm. I'm, I don't need so much of what they're offering anymore. You know, yeah. my world has changed. I've grown. I'm not, I'm not so not dependent, but I guess like reliant on their teaching because I've taken it, I've incorporated it, I've learned from it. So, so it does, you know, and you know what I've also realized, I, I used to hold a lot of guilt over the past, my past life, like over the things I've done in my life, um, behaviors way I've treated people choices I've made and I would be I was consumed by this guilt for so long what I when I started to realize that like we I'm really not that person anymore like how do you how do you heal that guilt you know I'm always looking for that's always a big I think that's part of why my soul is here is to learn how to grow Mm -hmm. and heal. And so when I'm faced with those bad feelings and like for years would just feel so feel so bad about myself for that. When I realized like, I wasn't, I'm not that person now. I'm not going to feel guilty or like I I need to release the guilt guilt. over how I behaved then because that Talia wouldn't, the two of us would be like two different people on the street mm-hmm. walking by each other. Yeah. You know, but you wouldn't um, be how, who you are today without her either. That's right too. So there's definite without question. So I don't regret for sure. There's no regrets. And I've said that for many years that, that I have no regrets over, you know, my, my difficult marriage over all the different things I've done in my life. There's no regrets because exactly. I wouldn't be who I am now. And I'm, very happy with where I am and who I am now, mm-hmm. but the guilt and the, and the, the pain of seeing the pain I've caused, you know, um, or the pain of, of knowing like, Oh, I could have chosen better. And why did I, why did I hurt myself through so many bad decisions? I didn't yeah. know any better. Yeah. You know, I, I thought I knew it at the time, 
Yeah. Or, you know, and I was, I was so wounded at the time. I had no boundaries. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. Priorities were skewed. Everything was warped that there's no sense in hurting myself with the guilt now because we are different, very different people from who we were in the past. Did you ever watch the show? Um, how I met your mother. I hear and there. Yeah, no, I know. I know of it. I hear and there. I watched a few episodes. So one of my favorite scenes is where they're having two of the characters are having exactly this conversation. One of them is saying like, I, you know, regret the past five years or whatever. And her friend is like, are you kidding? Like the growth and the kind of changes that you've gone through over the past five years, you can't, you can't um, blame yourself for what you did. then. you're not even the same person. We're like doppelgangers, you know, doppelgangers are like mm-hmm. the clones. Yeah. You're like doppelgangers of yourself from five years ago. You're not the same. You're, you're fundamentally and, and changed on a cellular level almost, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it, that has gone a long way to helping me with the guilt. It really has. Like I, you know, we all have our weak moments, but I love it, that. it has helped me release a lot of it. I love that idea because I get like sometimes I get as a matter of fact last night I had a dream about a person when I did something wrong a couple years ago and I was like and he's been appearing in my dreams for the last month or two and I was Mm. like oh what's going there and every time you know when you sit or, or when you're standing and suddenly you have this feeling and it's like you have this deja vu moment of some fucked up shit you did when you were younger. And it's like, why is it coming back? You know? And it's like, I'm not, it's okay. I'm letting, let, I'm trying to let it go. But it's, it is like some as you said, some days are better than others. Some days you feel that, oh, yeah. why did I do that? But we can't change the past. Like it's, and obviously no, we no, have changed yeah. because we're feeling guilty about something you've, we've done in the past. So that is enough that's that's just enough like I mean we can't do anything else but that and like forgive ourselves for it and let it go that's it it's the self-forgiveness that's so Mm. important Mm. yeah Ah, Talia could be talking to you forever sunshine I know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you got things coming up you want to share them here and share your links as well so if anybody wants to reach out get to know you better work with you where they can find you hun Sure. Well, so you can find me on Facebook at Talia Pardo Phoenix Rising. And I have my business page, which is Phoenix Rising. Um, on Instagram, also Talia Pardo Phoenix Rising. Um, I've got a website in the works. So within the next 60 mm-hmm. days, you'll be able to find phoenixrisingmentoring.com. And there you'll be able to access both my coaching and my editing services. Um, and uh, the exciting stuff coming up is, is the writing, is, is the books that I'm working on. I'm working on one multi-author book with you and writing my chapter, my story with you. And there's another one called Jaguar Medicine that's going to be also released next year. And I'm writing another chapter for that one. So that's my forays into writing, (laughs) which is another, you know, another dream that I get to fulfill. And I've always said, I'm going to write a book. And I feel like you're, you were the first one I encountered and this opportunity to start getting the writing flowing and and get into that space. It really, it really is that first step on the stone of, of that path. So you have really appreciative. You have it in your blood as well though. You have it in your blood. I was like, this is the easiest person to work with. I'm like, usually I get messages. It's like, how do I do this? How do I, I'm like, Talia, send me a message. Please tell me something. <laughs> okay. still, you know? like, like, yep, I'm good. I'm, I'm at like three to five hundred words. So yeah. I'm, 
tying it all in now. I'm, I'm coming to, I'm in the home stretch now with it. And uh, check out also, if I can add another link, whiterosemagazine.com. It's a, it's a magazine that I'm a senior editor on. And we're committed to teaching, reteaching liberal values and exposing extremism and its current events, but we also incorporate art and music ex- exhibits awesome. in it. So it's really got something for everyone. So a little bit of this and a little bit of that is what I do. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love seeing more women doing all the things that they love and not like putting themselves again in a box or in a label and like, I'm doing this and this is yeah. all I do. Talia, before no, we, we make our up, own labels, exactly. Thank before you. we wrap up, Lovey, one last one advice, one piece of advice you would like to give somebody out there oh, who's boy. starting on their journey. Wow, I say trust the process. You know, it 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 almost comes cliche sometimes, but really, you have to just trust that what you're doing is right in the moment. Trust that the universe will come through for you. Trust that all your dreams will come true because you're going to work for them. You know, it's, it's really, you just have to have faith. There's, there's, um, there's a saying leap and the, and the, Oh, now I'm going to mess it up. There was a saying that there was a meme that I loved that leap and the faith will appear. It's something like that. You got to take the leap, have the faith, and and just go just do don't be afraid you know just follow your heart there we go yeah trust the process as you said it's a little bit it it, it might come a bit cliche but it is true you have to actually this is how corny i am actually got a tattoo in the back of my head (laughs) in the back it was my last tattoo this this time and i was like i'm getting that up but believe trust succeed and i was like that's that's staying there so i can remember it forever and ever because yeah. it, trust it is important and, and, yeah. and believing, trust is believing that believing that you deserve all the things that you want in this life not only the That's things right. that you need but the things that you absolutely want you know the, the things that you've been desiring yeah. forever like you, you deserve them uh, yeah yeah absolutely Talia, Talia, thank you so so much and thanks everybody thank for you. listening <laughs> it's been an absolute thank pleasure. you everybody it's been a pleasure it's a joy to talk to you maria i really loved it thank you so much <laughs> so do i love you so for everybody uh if you have any questions drop them in the podcast reach out to Talia. i'll drop the links over in in the thread in the podcast and obviously i will see you next week hope you enjoy this let us know what you think okay have a wonderful week bye bye Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.